0: welcome everybody to dead talk live and today we are being joined by the destination fear team dakota alex tanner and chelsea season four of destination fear is premiering friday november 25th on the travel channel and streaming on discovery plus i want to welcome you all how's everybody doing today
1: doing great Doing good. Doing
0: great. You guys are now. It's only season four. For me, it feels like it should be season twelve already. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. It's it's hard to believe. It's only been four seasons, and so much has been packed into those four seasons. So Dakota, let's get started with you. Uh, the season premiere. You bring the team to the Crescent Sanatorium slash prison slash a whole bunch of other things it's this (laughs) huge complex in the middle of pennsylvania why did you select crescent to kick off season four
2: yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie i hadn't even heard about Crescent until a little over a year ago and i mean when i heard the name crescent sanatorium and prison i was so interested and even when when i started the research and kind of the approval process of getting to go there I still didn't believe it was as big as it was, and it was as cool as it was. It wasn't until getting there that we realized I mean truthfully, you'll see, I made us spend two nights there, mm-hmm. and it was I'm so glad I did that because night one is terrifying, but night two is an actual horror movie. It's so scary, and I'm kind of bummed I didn't like i I was downplaying it even in my head because we got there, and what I realized when we were there, like I could have kept us here for the entire season it's so big um but yeah it was the size and the history and on top of being a sanatorium it was a prison where joseph Callinger, one Mm -hmm. of the worst killers in our country died i mean he died we we got to sit in the cell he died in and uh it was just unreal it was like a paranormal trifecta
0: absolutely now alex I, i gotta ask you on the first night the majority of the attention seemed to be focused on you Uh, that changes on the second night, but on the first night, it really appears you were the one that was being targeted for lack of a better word. When that is happening, when you become the center of an energy entity's attention, tell us what, what goes through your head.
1: I mean, first of all, I go, why, why me? (laughs) (laughs) Why is it me? Why not one of these guys? Dakota's probably the one out there taunting the spirits to their presence on why am I being targeted? Uh, But specifically at Crescent, you know, Dakota drops us off um, blindfolded right away. So we have no idea where we're at. And I was in the children's ward and I didn't know I was being targeted really. And um, up until later that night when we heard the similar knock that I made, I mean, I did that experiment up on the second floor where I tried to get something to repeat knocking on a door like I did and nothing happened while I was there but then as a group we heard that exact same knock and I pointed that out to mm-hmm. everyone and for me that that was a little unsettling because now I know something has been following me and watching me the entire night that we have been here absolutely and yeah it's it's a little creepier when when you when you figure something out like like that where you go oh something has been watching me this entire time i thought i was pretty safe
0: chelsea we got to talk about that creepy music box oh my god now that thing is scary when you're the one setting it off okay now imagine it being packed away with the rest of the gear in a suitcase and you're hearing this throughout the whole complex uh Oh, my God. What was what was running through your mind when that noise was repeating itself?
3: So, like you said, the music box alone, terrifying. But having this common theme of the music box going off in random parts of the complex was it actually felt like a nightmare. <laughs> like if you could have a nightmare with the music box and just merge it into one, that's exactly what it would have been, to be honest with you. it. It's a really scary
0: sound. (laughs) I can imagine, like I said, just listening to that when you know you're the one setting it off is just creepy enough. Now, Tanner, things like Dakota said, things change on the second night. The attention shifts from Alex over to you. And I think uh, you guys did not realize it at the time, but you caught some of the best evidence that you didn't even know about. Okay. Okay. You're sitting alone in the hallway. Anyone who's worked with cameras know that if a mic goes bad, it you either gets static or just dies. What happened was your sound slowly faded away and it stayed muted until you slowly walked away. And then it slowly started to come back on. Like you were in this vortex bubble that just killed all audio what was your reaction when you saw that footage when you reviewed it
4: so that's a perfect way to ask that is because i had no idea what was happening in the time because i think the audio is the audio is perfectly fine i'm seeing the levels going like i don't know what's really happening but when i was down in that basement i was freaking out i have no idea what the noises are happening what's going on i'm just like something doesn't feel right i gotta get out of here and then once dakota was just like yo because Dakota edits the overnights, I he's like, "Dude, you gotta come here. You gotta like just watch this." So I, he sh- like presses play. I watch it, and exactly that is like when it the audio dies, and then I start leaving the building, and it's like slowly coming back to normal. That's when I was just like, okay, there was definitely something happening there. There's definitely something that was like messing with my equipment, and it was just bone chilling because it just. It's, it reminded me of like the Blair Witch Project yeah. almost, where it's just like this weird thing that's happening to you, but you don't know it's happening to you.
0: Exactly. Now, there are many different ways you can interpret that. For me, I interpreted it as, you know what, something wanted to communicate with you and it did not want to be recorded. Uh, how did you interpret it?
4: That's, a, that's words out of my mouth. That's exactly how I felt because a lot of times when we go there, like, or go to these places, our equipment and our cameras get messed up or the, uh, batteries will get drained in our equipment. And that's, to me, something that's going like, Hey, like I'm trying to show you that I'm here, but I'm really like, I don't want this recorded. I don't want this being like, like people to see this, like, this is just between me and you Yeah, and a little bit more personal that way. And it's also a little bit more scary. I think when, they you they have that knowledge and that power to mess with your equipment in that in that sense
0: now since you didn't know the audio was cutting out what was the thing that pushed you over the cliff to leave that hallway
4: so i started hearing just noises behind me. i grabbed my camera to like just look cuz i don't, we don't have flashlights yeah. this season. so now like i'm just in the pitch black so i grabbed my camera to look around and I just, I'm like, okay, there's something happening back here. I don't know what's going on, but I want to make sure, like, that I feel safe about being down here by myself. And then all of a sudden, I just heard this a loud, extremely loud noise. And I was, I was just like, nope, I don't feel safe anymore. I got to get out. And that was, to me, like a warning sign, like, hey, like, this area, this is my area. You're not allowed here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and what you do afterwards is, uh, I mean, there's no doubt, you spend the night outside. I mean, it, it, you clearly felt in danger. Now, Dakota, when you arrived at Crescent, like uh, Chelsea said, you, you blindfolded everyone. Did you have expectations, uh, preconceived notions of what you thought might happen? Or was it just an experiment to see what is, if anything, is going to happen if you, when you blindfolded them? Yeah, I
2: mean, truthfully, the, the reason for blindfolding them was in theme with the, the the new road trip of the darkness. And I wanted to start off at a complete like disadvantage for everyone. So yeah, I blindfolded them, dropped them off in their own areas. Tanner was in his own building. Alex is in his own building. Chelsea was in the tunnel. Um, <laughs> uh, I think the only expectation I had was that this is going to be an interesting road trip, because I'm starting off on a ev- target on my head. Um, but I had heard about the mimic, the spirit that mimics you, right? I did not think for a second that that would become our focus for two days. Mm-hmm. It was it was unreal because there's all these other creepy stories there too. Like the mimic was – it's a fascinating story that there's a spirit there that mimics voices and, and actions. Um, but we did not think it would get to the point where it was – mimicking our gear mm-hmm. that we didn't even have gear that we hadn't used for hours that was packed away yeah. um just so dang creepy so now like my expectations were very i was just expecting for everyone to hate me really and that's about it
0: so chelsea the tunnel your brother was uh did you do something to him when he was younger that he was looking for revenge Isn't that so messed up? That is really messed up. He puts you in the tunnel that connects all the buildings in the dark. Uh, I I was watching and I'm like, damn, dude, that's messed up. (laughs) (laughs) So when you pulled that blindfold off and you realized sort of where you were, what ran through your head?
3: So... Well, for starters, when you ever start a road trip, like, the first location, like, it has been a long time since we filmed, like, the last season. So, like, I, like every time we start a new road trip, there's, like, rust that I have to get off that's, like, I'm so terrified already. So, the fact that... And Dakota knows this, okay? Did you know that? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no. Um, so, you know, it, it was completely... It didn't shock me that he did it, to be <laughs> honest. But <laughs> it was definitely shocking to be in the tunnels that early on in the game. Um, when I was sitting down there, I'm like, you know, the the types of acoustics because you really only are basing your sense like the only yeah. senses you have is feel and you're obviously um, not tasting, so you're yeah. just you're you're hearing everything. And you know, I'm like, the, I, I just felt very much like so echoey. I'm like. I better not be in a dungeon, but it totally feels like a dungeon, and because I've been there before. Um, but those tunnels are freaky, yeah, like so scary, and they go on for a long time. Like you were saying, they connect all,
0: all the buildings, the areas. and that's where you guys kept hearing that music box just unexplainably go off. Alex, before. You got involved with Destination Fear. I know you guys are all old time friends, but what were your views on the paranormal? And what are they now after shooting four seasons of this show? So
1: we, like you said, we've been lifelong friends. Um, We used to go to haunted, abandoned buildings when we were in high school. We would just get in a car and drive there and unofficially invite ourselves in uh to those locations and i gotta tell you we never made it onto any other floor than the first floor we would out scream just scared even though nothing happened yet um and i had things happen in my house i experienced things happening at the laden's house so i i wouldn't say that i've always been this hardcore believer that i am today But I was more of a skeptic before I started than I am now, definitely. I mean, when you go to the amount of places that we've been to and experience the things that we have, you can't not be a believer. And so my views have definitely changed quite a bit, but I've always had that curiosity about the paranormal.
0: Yeah, there's only so much you can just explain away. After a while, you just got to throw your hands up in the air. Chelsea you're the older sister so how did you get involved in the paranormal we know dakota's history goes way back with zach and ghost adventures how were you drawn into this world
3: so uh actually all four of us the common tie of something that we all did together and i was part of this exploration as we all explored haunted buildings when we were younger tanner i've known tanner since he was born Mm -hmm. um our families are are really close and um i've known him since he was born dakota obviously too alex next door neighbor and we this is what we did on the weekends like this is the one thing that we all had common ground with that we like i was part of that group and of course things have shifted over the past you know decade plus like the things have gotten a lot more intense but I was right there with them, screaming and running away from all these
0: scary buildings. And it's it must be really great that the, the things you guys did as kids, now it's become like a job, and you're getting paid to do what you love. Tanner, do you enjoy pushing those boundaries, trying new investigative techniques, or somewhere deep inside you, do you feel there's a line that should not be crossed? <laughs> oh,
4: definitely. Um, I like pushing the limits, and how far we can go i like seeing when everyone gets scared um there's a reason why i pick certain locations because i know people are a little bit more scared of jails and hospitals and stuff like that um but yeah there is a a limit that we've all kind of talked about um that we don't want to cross i Mm -hmm. mean like there's no part of us that wants to do like a seance or you know mess around with ouija boards or anything like that like we kind of just want to like let that be its thing um, but when it comes to like pushing the limits, um, I like to, but it's very reluctantly sometimes. There's a lot of times where I'm just like, Oh yeah, this would be really good if I like walked down the hallway and like figured out what that noise was. Or I could just pretend it didn't happen and <laughs> sit right here and just wait for the sun to come up. And there's been <laughs> I've done both of those.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> now, Chelsea, you are a huge fan favorite. And I, I find it kind of funny when the pre-interviews that you do uh with other people that have had experience in whatever location you're at, uh sometimes they express concern for you, particularly. <laughs> I think you're one of the strongest members of this group. And uh, uh, uh <laughs> has uh, this... I don't know about that. <laughs> has I this has this journey helped you conquer a lot of your fears
3: to be honest like my fear for the paranormal remains but i think i do have more confidence in what i can do versus five years ago i would never i would have put $100,000, hundred thousand dollars if you bet me that I would never do this for a living. <laughs> um, so it just shows that even people who are really scared can do things that they didn't think they could do. Um, so I think it's fair to say that the fear is still there, but the ability to say yes and we'll see what happens <laughs> is um has has changed for me for sure. And
0: that has really shown when uh, Dakota and Tana were on last time, it was to promote that that beginning of the journey before destination Mm -hmm. fear ever coalesced and you left uh because you couldn't take it and we see you now and how far you've come and you've become a very strong person now dakota uh we only have time for one more question what can we expect from season four of destination fear are you are you guys gonna push new boundaries new locations try new stuff what can the people expect (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, def- everything you just said, we, this season, I took away the flashlights from the very beginning. So every time we were alone, there are no flashlights. So this was the first time for us. And that alone amplified the fear and made it the most terrifying road trip. We found some new locations, several new locations that have never been featured on TV before. And that's, that's something we take a lot of pride in. And I think too, like from a, as just a, I'm a fan of all of us. I get to edit the show. So I'm a fan of everyone here and I just I feel like this season like everyone really shines. Like we we just got into the pocket and like our personalities when we're not in the haunted buildings even like in the daytime stuff. Like we just really shine and got the I felt like I'm like really sitting there watching what I see when we all hang out and just chill and, and talk. And there's just like everyone shines. It's such a good season. And I don't know though. There's also new equipment though this season. And that new equipment definitely brought that fear level there I mean, we introduced the enhanced recorder, which is a recording device that when you have it in your ears it's you can hear a pin drop, it's yeah. picking up so much noise, so that paired with no flashlight is kind of like, terrifying yeah. and we did a lot of that this season.
0: And we saw Chelsea do it while sleeping in that chapel uh, in, mm-hmm. this, in this episode where it really and, uh, who was it? It was Alex, you played that trick on her, was it? Or was it Tanner? Yeah, yeah.
2: Alex checked in on her. Alex checked <laughs> oh. in on you
0: with the mic. As, cause he, <laughs> that was so mean. And he was laughing his ass off, too. <laughs> now, Alex. Those
3: walkie checks.
0: Those walkie checks. <laughs> now,
1: walkie. The- it was only fair. <laughs>
0: Dakota, you know, with these three and what you've put them through, Alex, you know, uh, is there some kind of behind-the-scenes way that you guys are conspiring to get back at Dakota at some point in time? You
1: better not. (laughs) No. X-Chain going on, and we we talk behind-the-scenes, Tanner, Chelsea, and I, and let's just say if we get picked up for another season, season five, hopefully, knock on wood, we do – there's going to
2: be some payback coming for dakota big time
0: can't wait to see oh, it. it's
2: funny because um i already considered that uh the next season there's going to be no uh shoes or uh you have to cut your hands off too and oh yeah uh yeah that's <laughs> the new rules so oh, yeah Good.
0: <laughs> he, he tries to take it to the next level every oh. season <laughs> Guys, season four of Destination Fear premieres Friday, November 25th on the Travel Channel and streaming on Discovery+. Plus. The first two episodes that I saw were amazing, great. I'm really excited for the rest of the season. I want to thank our guests, Dakota Layton, Chelsea Layton, (laughs) Alex Schroeder, and Tanner Wiseman. You guys are great. Keep up the great work. I want to thank our audience, those of you who are tuning in live, and those of you who'll be watching this later on. On behalf of myself and the Destination Fear team, stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody.
3: Bye. Bye. Thank you.